1: It seems so
0: natural and commonplace to us that coming out of halftime, you're going to have one team kicking off the ball to the other team, opposite of who did it in the first half. But that wasn't always the case. There were thoughts of eliminating the second half kickoff and replacing it with some alternatives. Timothy P. Brown of FootballArchaeology.com visits us today to tell us about the ideas of a 100-some years ago of how they wanted to replace the second half kickoff. Tim's coming up with a story in just a moment.
2: This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com.
0: Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of dispatch.com Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your portal to positive football history. And we are going to go in a really historic mode here and go with Timothy P. Brown and his footballarchaeology.com. Uh, daily tidbits. He has one from January uh, that we're going to talk about the kickoffs starting the second half. Uh, Tim, welcome
1: back to the Pigpen. Darren, thank you. Appreciate uh, being here and Looking forward to chatting once again this evening. Yeah, it's uh, you know, this is an
0: interesting topic that you talk about. We we know it, you know, traditionally in, in football, I can't think of a football game where I've ever had anything else besides, if you, unless you get some exotic like the original XFL, uh, where you start the game and or each half with a kickoff, and the second half is is no exception. And uh, you know, you've got some an interesting story. Uh, from the past on the second half kickoff that w- we'd love to hear about.
1: Yeah. So this is, um, you know, this story, and I think kind of to put it in context, you kind of have to start from the standpoint that football is a game and all games are just made up. Uh, it's got a made up set of rules and they are totally arbitrary. You know, if we decided tomorrow that a touchdown was going to be worth 24 points boom, we make the change and that's what it is. It just, every pretty everything about the game is arbitrary. So, you know, basketball, you could give people two steps per dribble or use a 12 foot high basket. Um, baseball could be three balls and two strikes, you know. I mean, so anything is, it's all negotiable. So um, for various reasons, there's been times when people um, wanted to get rid of the kickoff in the second half. And, um, but you know, football brought had a kickoff in the second half because soccer rugby had had one. And you know, that's kind of the only reason we, you know, we had it, and there's been suggestions to get rid of it for safety reasons. Um, you know, Amos Alonzo Stagg, you know argued for it, you know, going back in the day. But so there were periodically, you know, th- this is what is an idea that kind of came up time and again. And just never happened. So it came up in 1898. It ha- came up in 1928. It came up in the thirties a couple times, but it just never happened. Um, Cause what they were, one of the ideas that people threw out there was instead of kicking off in the second half, just put the ball back where it was at the end of the first half. And the team that had possession just takes possession and just carries on because, you know, kind of the thinking was halftime is really just to allow the players to rest. So just put the ball back where it was. Right. So it's so um, almost
0: like ending like uh, the first quarter going to the second quarter, the third quarter, going to the fourth quarter. That, that kind exactly. of idea. Yeah, okay. exactly.
1: Right. Okay. Uh So that's actually a great, you know, that's a great kind of analogy. I mean, we had the, you know, the quarter system came in later on too. Right. Uh, But, um but anyways, so, you know, but so if you think about it, just you know, one of the fun things to play with this kind of what um how would how would it change the game strategy? You know, if if we if we adopted, you know, if next year for college football, we said, you know what, we're going we're not gonna kick off in the second half anymore. We're gonna put the ball wherever it was spotted at the end of the first half. So if you're the if you're on offense, how does that change your thinking about what you're doing at, at the end of the first half, you know? If you have it on the forty-eight or the thirty-eight, you know you're probably not going to try a long field goal just because time's running out. Um, you know you're not going to be as risky, perhaps, in your play calling. Um, you know because you know, and, and both, you know, in certain situations, you might also be willing to, um, you know, if 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 you turn the ball over either on downs or otherwise you know, you still got your opponent deep in their end zone. So even if they start the, the second half with the ball, they're, they're down on the two or on the 10 or on the 15, whatever it may be. So just, um, you know, some of those kinds of things, it just, it's kind of interesting to think about how would that change the game? You know, I mean, like if you're man trying to manage the clock at the end of the first half, you know, there's really no reason to manage the clock very much, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: It, it would definitely take an exciting element out of the game because there's that that panic and urgency at the end of each half. You know, the end of the game definitely, but the end of the first half, there's that urgency to hey, I got to get in field goal range or go into that two minute or four minute offense to get down there. And there's an excitement that you know, really puts you on the edge of your seat, uh, so to speak. And uh, you know that that would be definitely an element that that would probably be taken away. That uh, I don't. I think some, a lot of football traditionalists would, would be up in arms if they said, like you said, uh, college football is going to no second half kickoff, you know, I, I think. Uh...
1: Well, okay, but the flip side of that. And so, I mean, we know that this kind of, this whole thing, this excitement has evolved, right? Because, there, you know, there were times like the whole two minute drill, that's, you know, that didn't really come about till the late 50s, early 60s. So, you know, some of this stuff has evolved so maybe different uh, different approaches would have evolved the other side of it is imagine first the first half ends and i'm on offense and i've got the ball on your two yard line okay well half ends we go into our locker rooms and then we come back out on the field and now the whole time you're sitting there thinking damn, they've got the ball on the two. And I'm like, "Whoo, we've got the ball on two. You know, so, mm. I mean, there's there would be a whole lot of other kinds of anticipation during halftime thinking about what you're going to do. How are you going to respond to, you know, what play am I going to call? What defense are you going to, you know, try to call, you know, against it? You know, so I don't know. I, I think there's some, there, there, you know, potentially are some interesting things. But the, the other side of it is, some of the same kind of dissatisfaction with, um, you know, with kind of the way half, the half ended. You know, there were times where, um, and I, I've written an article about this too, but there, there's been times when the people proposed getting rid of the clock entirely, and instead of of um, playing you know, for 15 minutes, they would play 20 play quarters. So. Whoever got the ball, you know, if they had a 19-play drive, well, then the other team would only get one play uh, that quarter. Um, and they were actually, you know, there were some test games, you know, using that in the, I want to say, like, 22-23 era. Um, some people argued for giving teams um, five downs inside the 20 because they wanted to give them a, a chance to score, right? Um So anyway, and then other people, even like Pop Warner argued for um, giving teams um, a point for every first down, you know, so, you know, I I don't know, these are all kind of bizarre little, well, we think they're bizarre because we're used to a certain set of rules, but all three of those or, and the, the, you know, the change in in the, our elimination of the kickoff makes sense too. It's just a different idea. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I can remember um, back in my officiating days, and this is pretty recent, probably like 15, 20 years ago, where you had the, the traditional second half coin toss. It really wasn't a coin toss. It was just uh, the captains would come out and make their choices. go? The, this is before they had deferment. You could defer the the, the first half yeah. kickoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. You only had – you'd take the ball or – you know, which end of the field, those are your two choices back in high school in those days. So about the time they had deferment, they came up with uh, eliminating that second half conference of the, the captain of the team that lost the the first half coin toss to deciding what they do. So you would now, what they do is you go when you go in the locker room to grab the teams, the, the officials that go in there, you ask the coach, Hey, you know, you, you want the ball, right? And, you know, usually you don't, you don't want to give them a choice so they make a wrong choice and you don't really have the the kids uh, make the choices because that really goes goes bonkers and uh, sometimes upside down. And <laughs> kids just didn't understand. And, that, and that's really what happened, why they did that with the deferment rule. Because the first couple of years of the deferment, kids would come out there and their coach would say, if we win the toss, we want to defer so we can have the second off kickoff. So the kids would come out, win the coin toss and say, we want to defend that goal because that's what coach told us. And they so we go, really, that's what you want to do? Yeah, the coach says, I'm like, okay, and you go to the other team. Yeah, I'll take the ball. They get the ball both halves. So that that's something that came to my mind when you're talking about that, eliminating the second half kickoff, because there's, there's sort of a, a parity and a fairness to that okay, you, you get the, you won the coin toss and you get the kickoff in the first half, but in the second half, the other team gets it to sort of level that out with try you know, as best you can to have the, you know, even amount of chances to score, I guess is, you know, it doesn't really work out that way very often, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but at least on on paper, it sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty fair. And I, I'm just sitting there thinking, man, if, if, if they did something like you're talking, like talking, if that would have ever took place, um, how important would that opening kick, uh, opening coin toss be? I mean, nobody would – you know, there wouldn't be deferment anymore because you wouldn't have a sure. second-half option, and nobody would pick a goal. You would say, hey, I want the ball. There's no doubt about it. You'd be on offense first if you won.
1: Right. But, you know, originally in in football, you know, when it, just like, you know, if you watch a, a soccer match today, the team that starts the game by kicking the ball – they keep possession of it. And that's the way football is, too. You know, you the kicking team just dribbled it a couple of feet and then picked it up and tossed it to one of their buddies, right? I mean, it, the original flying wedge, that was what that was all about. You dribble dribble, kick it a, you know, a couple of feet, and then the wedge closes on the, the guy who's the, the kicker, and they start running down the field, <laughs> you know? So, you know, that a lot of that stuff, you know, I mean, at one point it would have been – crazy to say well you got to kick the ball at least 10 yards but you know that took like two decades or something to for that room to come into play so you know the kickoff has not always been what you know what it is today
0: the other thing that comes to my mind is i guess in comparison is sort of what basketball did with the the tip-off and remember used to have a tip-off both both halves uh, yep. you, every time, you know, joint possession, you'd have a tip off. Now they have the possession arrows. Just, you really have that one, yep. one tip off and just alternate back and forth, to, again, to try to put some parity in there. But, uh, yep. yeah, it, oh, but
1: that, that's a, that's a, that's a really good analogy, but you know, football also used to switch directions every time a team scored, you know, really? Wow. Yeah. original. <laughs> uh, that's, that's yeah, back, you know, 1800s, but yeah, you know, that's what they did. Well, I, you, I, and you, switched. Yeah, you switched that's directions. an
0: officiating nightmare there there especially with less officials that they had back in wow that's something huh Well, uh, very interesting stuff that's uh interesting uh, I'm i'm glad it didn't happen that way i'm glad it is the way it is i'm more oh, you're I,
1: just you're I, just a i love the way
0: it is yeah i know you i gotta I, be
1: more flexible there
0: it, no, no I'm, I'm pretty rigid <laughs> on that kind of stuff <laughs> But uh, great, great stuff. I, I love to hear history like that. That's uh, you know something you don't hear every day. And I haven't heard, heard before. So uh, very interesting. So, Tim, uh, you have these tidbits that come out each and every day. And I'm sure the listeners would love to know how uh, they can, too, uh, read about your tidbits. Uh, so why don't you share that information with them, please?
1: Well, I'm going to defer that to the next podcast. How
0: about right. <laughs> okay. Well, that well, we're not having a second half one, so oh, sorry. Okay. So, <laughs> you lost your choice.
1: <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, so, you know, if if you're interested, um, if you want to make sure you get it every day or it's, at least see it every day, um, you just go to my website uh, footballarchaeology.com, you can subscribe and uh what what'll happen you'll, you'll get an email every every night 7 o'clock eastern uh with uh, you know, basically an email, you know, newsletter kind of format with the story alternatively you can go to the site and, and read it or um, you can follow me on twitter at football archaeology
0: okay uh ladies and gentlemen uh, timothy p brown footballarchaeology.com. make sure you check out his site uh sign up for his tidbits and uh listen to him every tuesday here on pigskindispatch.com tim uh, thanks again for joining us hey very good thank you darren
2: on your favorite podcast provider, multiple times each week. So remember that. Darren Hayes, the host of the Big Skin Dispatch and Jersey Dispatch podcasts. It's found right here on the Sports History Network.